0: Hey everybody, c Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Michelangelo, the party dude. Today on the show we're talking, that was a weird way to say it, the party dude. Today on the show we're talking about time, energy, and commitments. Um, Something that I've been working through the past six months or so to really try to manage my time when it comes to my creativity, entrepreneurial journey, and being someone who is an INTP in the Myers-Briggs system. And really trying to figure out how all of that meshes into being a human being that has mental health issues as well and trying to balance that and trying to continue to live and exist and enjoy myself and have fun and not feel crazy, but also feel like I need to find ways to balance my energy to not be completely drained by one conversation and have my day ruined and, and be able to have my, uh, you know, having my own business be sustainable because i don't think i would make it in a real job either so where does that leave me you know i'm trying to find something in between so we're gonna talk about that in much more depth it's a long episode about 30 minutes but um i think you'll get a lot out of it you'll hear about where i'm going in my life at the moment and um we'll we'll continue to to keep doing this thing so i'll hit the button we'll do the thing and have a good time drums please (laughs) Okay, so today I want to talk about time, energy, and commitments. Um, Specifically for what I've been going through lately, I've been going through this real challenge of Really analyzing each one of those things—time, energy, and commitments—as it pertains to my mental health, my entrepreneurship, being a creative person, uh, and trying to do work for clients. I, basically, I've been I've been kind of looking at my past and trying to figure out what commonalities exist within the issues that I've been having. And one of those things has been my commitment to clients. Meaning, when I'm working with a client, it's usually going okay. It works better if they're a little bit more forgiving of time because I'm dealing with mental health stuff or I'm not motivated a certain day or something like that, which I know is not an excuse. You still have to kind of get things done, even if you're not motivated. But it's difficult when you kind of physically feel like you just don't want to exist. Like it's really hard. And I, I'm going through that right now. I'm going through a, a just I've had a shift the past two days, and I feel like I'm going back into a depressive mode, which is really frustrating and unfortunate, but leads me to talk about this scenario of time, energy, and commitments because typically i've been I've been trying to figure out basically what is causing certain triggers within me, what is causing difficulty, and which one of these things and how to manage these things so that it's sustainable you know throughout the future. And some things that I'm making little shifts on is instead of doing discovery calls with clients for consulting, I'm offering to do a 15 minute video about the thing they need help with. So if they need me to look at a website or a logo or something like that and make an adjustment, um, then I will give them that kind of feedback or suggestion, or if they need research done or something like that, I can just do a video. It doesn't have to require getting onto a phone call or doing any kind of, uh, back and forth which is pretty nice. I don't really want to deal with any kind of complicated human emotion, (laughs) to be honest, because that's the thing that brings me the most stress these days. So I, I found that to be the most difficult in terms of the transition that I've been making lately. So I've been adjusting, I've been making adjustments to my time, my energy level and my commitments. And I think what's been causing me a lot of issue when it comes to commitments, let's kind of start from the back here. So when it comes to commitments, commitments have given me the most anxiety, not meaning due dates, but if I know something is coming up, if I have a recording that I set like a few months ago or something like that, it's, I spent the whole day feeling really terrible about it. I can't focus, I can't get anything done. And the amount of time that I'm spent doing the interview or doing whatever doesn't feel like worth, feel like it's worth the extra time, you know, Uh, uh, including the anxiety leading up to it because it basically ruins my entire day. (laughs) I feel anxiety leading up to it. And then afterwards I'm completely drained because of the people energy that I had to exert. So it's really, really frustrating to feel all of that and to feel like I can't commit to anything that I need to be a little bit more in the moment. So I'm really trying to make that adjustment and really going day to day. Like what are the things that I want to accomplish today instead of trying to think ahead? Cause I think what happens to, especially when I get into a state where I start to get closer to mania, I start to overcommit myself. I start to make all these grand plans about what can I do next? What can I do tomorrow? What can I do the next day? What I can I do the following day? And When I wake up the next day and I feel terrible or I feel like I can't meet these commitments and I just want to drop everything and stop it all, I start to crash and I feel terrible and I feel like I can't do it and I feel like I'm worthless and it doesn't help me in any way. So for me, it's been very hard to make commitments, make time commitments and energy commitments. And I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't do that. But for me with my experience lately, it just feels so much better for me to live in the moment. If I have an idea to record a video, to just record it. If I have a, an idea for a podcast to just do it and, um, you know, not worrying about like, okay, I need to create five videos for this week or I need to create five something for this week, or I need to do blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I know the I know the beats that I want to hit. I know that I want a podcast every day. I know that I want a video of some sort to go on YouTube or to go on Facebook every day. I know I need to market my consulting services. I know I need to to market my Myers-Briggs courses and my podcast course every single day, some way, somehow. And, but typically for me, I get overwhelmed with the idea of like planning it all. Cause I get really confused if I get like two or three days ahead and then I get lost in, in, in planning that far ahead. I know things change. I know things adjust. So I, I just can't, I just can't go that far ahead. Um, sometimes I can plan for tomorrow. I can set myself up. So it's easy to do things tomorrow or, you know, the night before, before I go to bed, I think about a couple of the things that I would like to accomplish tomorrow, but not necessarily set specific times or I set times kind of based on, you know, being able to get it done. So if I know other things are happening, so like tonight we're going to, uh, to art gallery shows, I know I need to get these recordings done if I'm going to alleviate some sense of stress. So I'm aware of that in the moment, but I don't necessarily feel like I need to have 30 episodes recorded for this month because then even if I do that, even if I get ahead of myself, I end up getting to a place where I just kind of like, I'm like, okay, I'm caught up. I guess I can just sit now. (laughs) I feel like doing the day-to-day kind of hustle, quote-unquote, allows me to kind of keep my foot in the game, keep my head in the game. Not my foot. I'm going to keep my foot in the game. I guess I'm, I don't know, if I'm kicking the ball, if I'm playing soccer. I don't know. But, (laughs) um, you know, it allows me to keep my head in the game and keep focused and keep moving on um, day-to-day and think about what's important to me right now. What message do I feel is important right now? And I know that's not useful for everyone. So I'm going to put that out there because some people like to plan. Some people need to know what's coming up. For me, I don't care, honestly. I don't need to know what's coming up. I need to know that I'm doing the best that I can to try to get sales, to try to get people to listen to this podcast. Um, you know, the, the average uh, listenership is going down a little bit on this podcast. So I got to think about what to do next um, and if it's even worth it to continue that sort of stuff. Um, and really honestly, I want to just focus on enjoying the process. And when I'm thinking about time, energy and commitments, I'm thinking about how much am I actually enjoying the process or how much am I just trying to satiate mental health or anxieties or fulfilling some sense of success or purpose that I've instilled in myself from other people or something like that, you know? how much of it am I actually enjoying? I love making these podcast episodes. I really enjoy the flow state that I get into when I start talking about this stuff. Because when I think about the podcast before I start doing it, I get a little bit like, oh God, what am I going to talk about? But once I get going, I feel like I can find ways to push the conversation forward. And I say conversation, but I'm really talking to myself. I'm talking to you and hopefully you're listening and thinking about it that way. But uh, the idea here is that I tend to psych myself out if I think too far ahead about something and I'm way more open to things. If I just let things kind of be in the moment for me. So another, another way that I could probably uh, uh, label this podcast episode would be to like live in the moments, but this is just kind of like another workaround version of it because it all kind of leads to that for me. I've been examining my time, my energy, especially my people energy, uh, the time that I commit to other people i spend a lot of time at home i spend so much time in the house um by myself honestly uh recording things and planning uh i still don't know rochester very well i don't know a lot of people here so uh i don't feel like i have regular commitments i don't have things to go to i don't have a job to wake up to go to so it's a lot of it is very uh, self starting stuff. And I can be a self starter, but it, again, it has to be on my turf, you know, it has to be on my rules. So I started to make shifts where I was just like, oh, maybe I need to get up earlier. Nope, I just, that just made me feel worse. <laughs> I would be exhausted by 2 p.m. and like nothing else would get done. Whereas if I take a little bit more time in the morning and take a shower and read something, watch a YouTube video, eat some food, just kind of take a slow process. I end up getting a lot more done in the afternoon. I get more done between 12 and 5 p.m. than I feel like most people get done in an entire 8-hour day. So, for me, you know, that process of just letting myself kind of be in the morning and then you know eventually naturally transition to being productive in the afternoon, that feels natural to me, that feels really good. And I'm trying to find ways to bring people back into the fold because People equals money for me, <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. So having people as listeners, as consultant, uh, um, consultant clients, or design clients, or um, people buying the podcast course or the Myers Briggs course, or buying prints or buying whatever, you know, I need to reach out to people. I need to connect with people and you know, I can't do that if I'm continuing to close myself off. And I'm sure you've noticed that if you've been a regular listener, I'm sure you've noticed that that's been kind of a trend lately, me talking about that seclusion, because I'm starting to feel like physically isolated, but then also isolating myself mentally from uh, uh, different scenarios. Cause I'm, I'm making shifts career wise and it's hard. It's very difficult to feel like, um, to, to feel a sense of value if you're not able to naturally connect with people and that I don't have something to wake up and go do, you know, to go do is versus, you know, having something to do in my apartment. Um, you know, and for the most part, I like being alone. I like being able to think and I like having that opportunity to practice uh, um, my craft at any at will, basically, Um, that's really amazing. But mixed with trying to figure out how to bring that to people in a way that is safe for me, because it feels like for me, it feels like my life is at stake. And I think that's the hard thing to convey to people is that if I'm burning myself out on people energy, because I need to grind and get a job and go do things, you know, another example of that is going to make me feel terrible. But another example of that is, Uh, I recently tried to do Uber. I did Uber and Uber eats and that equated to maybe like $10 an hour. And that felt like garbage. (laughs) Um, and you know, that's totally a pride thing, but that felt terrible. I would get headaches at the end of the day. Everybody was really nice. So it wasn't really the people that were the problem. It was driving around. That was a problem. But then it also just wasn't quick enough. I felt like I was driving around aimlessly, um, And there was just no, there's just no satisfaction to it. And I wasn't making enough money from it. And I wasn't getting really any kind of solid people connections or anything like that. Um, you know, my energy, my time, and I was like committing myself by being in the car. I couldn't really do much else. Uh, uh, and allowing myself to just kind of be stuck in this moment that was not fruitful at all. And, you know, if I were to continue to do that or to continue to do client work the way that I've done in the past or continue down any road that is a part of my past, because unfortunately I've got a ton of baggage in my past. Um, I feel like it would lead to my death (laughs) and that feels fucking terrible. It feels horrible to say, but it's also the truth. So, I'm not concerned with just grinding for the sake of grinding. I'm not concerned with the hustle just because like I need to make money. Money is not a motivator for me. My time protecting my time energy and the commitments I'm making is important to me. That is the most important thing to me. I want to stay alive right now. I feel like I'm in survival mode. Like I'm not, I want to thrive. Of course I want to thrive, but I can't thrive if I'm just constantly stressed and I'm constantly worried about making sure that we have enough groceries in two weeks, you know, and making sure that we're getting to the next thing. It's, it's incredibly frustrating. And, um, And it's, and you know, because of who I am, it's, it's a little bit hard to convey myself emotionally. I do on this show and it kind of comes out because I'm talking through stuff, but in order to get there, I have to talk through stuff. Um, I can't really always figure that out in my head. Uh, when I'm sitting on the couch, I'm typically focused on projects. I'm not really working through emotional stuff. So, uh, it's important for me. I, I mean, I want to get back to a therapist. This podcast has been great therapy for me. And it's another reason why I want to be more in the moment because doing this kind of work, whether it's podcasting or doing video stuff or whatever the case may be, it all feels like therapy for me. And I love being able to do that. It feels really good. But um, it's just, it's, it's all hard. It's, it's hard because I'm figuring it out. And as I'm figuring it out, it feels like I'm also circling the drain because I, I, I'm, you know, I, I personally believe in the mentality of a chip in a chair. As long as you have something to go off of, there's always a chance. And, you know, there is always a chance, you know, I'm not on the street, you know, I'm doing okay. In that sense, I still have a roof over my head. We haven't paid rent yet this month, but it's going to happen. And, um, I'm not giving myself false affirmations in that sense. Like I actually know that it's going to happen, but, uh, just meeting the bare minimum and just surviving is incredibly tough. It's incredibly frustrating while I make these adjustments and there's no guarantee that the adjustments I make will actually work out. So I have to continue to adjust and continue to try to get as close to, I can close as I can to the traditional sense of people energy and promoting myself and doing all this stuff without sacrificing my health and my mental health and focus and, and ability to still exist. So that's the hard part is really finding this balance between the three time energy and commitments to, because if I'm doing stuff with people, there's going to be things that are eventually scheduled and, um, I'm going to have to be able to stick to that, but how much can I actually commit to without overdoing it, without driving myself into mania, or if I'm feeling terribly depressed and nothing matters, you know, I'm going to end up canceling a bunch of stuff and that's going to hurt the reputation and all that stuff. So that's, that's, it's just all a really tricky balance. So while I can't really offer any solutions in this episode, this is really just me talking through what's going on with me right now in terms of time, energy, and commitments. But these are things that you as a listener can think about in your life. You know, what is, these are kind of three pillars that you can start to consider as something that is affecting you. If you're having difficulty with your career or as a, as a creative entrepreneur, if you're trying to sell something, sell products or services and you're having a hard time being able to figure out why you can't connect with people why you feel like you're overselling yourself, why you're underselling or you're underselling yourself, why you're spending too much time on marketing or spending not enough time on marketing, not creating enough content um, or feeling like you need to be this or that, or maybe you're making too many interview commitments and just being able to continuously take stock in that stuff and make adjustments. I I think the important is, is important. And I think the most important thing out of all of this is that there is no right way. And that's what I'm continuing to have to affirm to myself is that there is no right way, that there are ways to still do everything that you were doing for clients or doing to sell stuff, but in a different way, it might be more of a backdoor way. It might involve a couple extra steps. There may even be a shortcut that involves less steps or fewer steps Or you might have to hire a virtual assistant or an actual assistant or hire someone that's near you. or or work with a friend or partner up with somebody to be able to fill the gaps that you can't quite handle, uh, to, to help with that. You know, Molly and I have been trying to figure out how to work together in a lucrative way. You know, we both have this, we have this Instagram design thing where we had a client. It was kind of a four to six week consulting thing. We're still in the midst of it. Um, for $1,000, which is basically we go through your Instagram feed. We give you photo suggestions. We give you content suggestions and strategy and talk about managing the platform and managing your time, your call to action, um, you know, uh, and and being able to figure out your biography and your, the name of your Instagram account, um, giving you all sorts of design research. I share my design knowledge over the years, and it feels really good to me. I'm really excited about it. But, you know, she has some, some reservations about it because she wants to focus on her artwork, which I totally understand. So it's tricky to find that balance between not only yourself, but if you're working with a partner, to make sure that you're respecting each other's boundaries. Because I'm not going to push her to do this. I think this is something we could actually absolutely do. She has much more people energy than I do. And we would benefit, I would definitely benefit from having someone who is more people focused at the front line to kind of be my filter so that when they finally get to me, you know, they can get all of the things that they really need and I don't have to vet people and all of that stuff. So, I mean, eventually that is my goal. I would like to be able to have people to help me fill in those gaps, to be able to do the the people focused stuff first and then like, I don't mind being able to record videos or to give people feedback or to have even like text message conversations stuff like that. I don't like talking over the phone. I don't like doing voice messages. I don't like things where I have to like analyze someone's behavior or deal with emotions. It's just exhausting. (laughs) So if I'm going to be consistent and make money, it's going to be something that has to live within that rule, that world of like satiating who I am. Because right now, I, if I get a regular job, I'm going to die. If I get a, um, if, if I have to pursue clients and entrepreneurship the way that a lot of people do and the way that I've tried to do in the past, I'm going to die. So (laughs) it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but for real, that's how it feels. So I need to find something in the middle, find something that's sustainable that I love doing because really it's the process that matters. And I want to keep, I want to have a good process. I want to have something that feels good. I want to have something I'm excited to wake up every day and do. I've had a recent design client. He's a a logo client that I'm kind of taking a different spin with. I haven't talked to him on the phone at all. Him and I just have had a conversation on Facebook. He's like, he knows my work. He's seen it. He believes in me. And he said, I need your help. Um, I said, great. Uh, I honestly, I need money. So I gave him a little discount and he committed to it. I sent him like a video with like research and talking about stuff. He was like, great. And he gave me like a one paragraph response and we didn't need to get on the phone. And I'm like, this is awesome. So, I mean, if I can keep doing that, that feels really good. But again, there are no guarantees as to like how many clients I can get and when, and how fast and, you know, paying the bills is hard. I've got a ton of debts. I've got child support stuff coming up, to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff that's unique to me as well in terms of the debts. But I, a lot of you guys have student debts out there and you're dealing with a lot of heavy things. And um, it's, it's really hard, especially when you mix it with the idea of feeling like you need to do business like somebody else. Fuck that. Find what works for you. Honestly, find the time, the energy, and the commitment level that works for you and test and iterate. You know, don't just pick something and be stubborn and stick to it. Make adjustments, try to find people like that. But once you start to get clients like the one that I just described, that guy becomes my ICA. You know, he is the one that is my ideal client avatar. He's the one that I want. He's the client that I always want. Um, except maybe someone that will pay my full price, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's close and, you know, it's, it's a start and it helps get you there. So, um, that's, that's where I'm at. Hopefully this is something that's helped you a little bit. I'm kind of honestly shaking a little bit. Cause I'm, I feel like I'm getting into like a manic depressive territory right now. And, uh, um, it's kind of showing. So, you know, i just being real about that. That's part of this podcast, right? I mean, you guys don't know me directly, so, like, I'm not worried or anything. And who cares <laughs> at this point? Uh, that's the point. That's why I share this podcast. Like, it doesn't matter. This is real stuff. This is what I'm going through. This is part of my personal legacy. You know, if my son grows up and he wants to learn about everything that I've gone through, like he can listen to 200 episodes of this podcast and and learn more about me. Like, that's part of it, too. But then also helping someone through their own entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey, you know, because this stuff is hard, especially if you're dealing with mental health issues or intense debt or any other life stuff, you know, divorce. I've talked about all that stuff, mm, relationship issues, all sorts of things, you know, like, I wish I could just do business and life would just get out of the way. <laughs> like life is so fucking hard and it's annoying it's it, frankly, it's annoying. It's annoying that I just want to wake up. I just want to make videos. I just want to enjoy the process. I want to make podcasts and courses and just do this stuff and then just play video games and relax and go to sleep. But, like, you know, life gets in the way debts and child support and all this other stuff, having to pay rent and gas and electric and, uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> but hey, you know, life is, un- life is fair and it's unfairness. So, you know, sometimes there's a beauty in acknowledging that too. And I guess what helps me through all this stuff, um, at the end of the day, cause I don't want to leave this on a downer note <laughs> is, um, is the fact that, um, I still exist and there is beauty in acknowledging the possibility of existence. That's, I think that's my ultimate motivator in life is my most inspirational thing, I guess I could say is that the possibility of life in this massive grand universe of chaos and explosions and chemical reactions and uh, planets and storms and movements and ice and fire that life can exist within it all. And not only just life, but sentience and intelligent sentience, or at least what we consider intelligence. Uh, And all of that has created the opportunity for us to be able to attempt at minimum to live our best life. Some sacrifices need to be made. You got to push a little bit. I understand that. Um, I'm certainly doing what I can to push and not just give in to the whims of, of my depression, but understanding the possibilities of existence and that as a result, you exist is pretty fucking incredible. So if you need anything to hang on to, I certainly do it's that. That's what I hang on to. It's certainly helpful for me to recognize that, be aware of that, and really soak that in. So if you're, even if you're dealing with time, energy, and commitment issues and not able to connect with people, just know that you exist. Know that you're a creative person. You're giving back to the world in some way, even if the amount of people that you would like to see it aren't seeing it yet. You know, Just focus on finding ways to love what you do, Don't focus on the notoriety of something, the stats, the clicks, the links, the likes, the shares, the licks, whatever. I don't know. Um, I mean, I do know, but you know, licks are funny. and (laughs) That's the idea. Just focus on the process. Don't worry about the numbers. I need to take my own advice and just keep making stuff. So I'm going to keep making more episodes because I love this show. I love talking like this. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope that's something that Helps you in life because you know that's part of the goal too. It's really like a byproduct of me talking out loud. <laughs> so um, with that, um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I hope this is something that's helped you. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash dopamine if you want to provide some financial support after this podcast of what seemed like begging. <laughs> And uh, there's also courses on cnote.media. I have my podcast course up there and I have my beginner's course for Myers-Briggs, which is absolutely free. And then there's the advanced course, which is $99. And I just started the INFJ course. So I'm starting the individual courses uh, for each personality type. The individual courses are going to be $25 each and the INFJ course on its own looks like it's going to be around 4 hours. So 25 bucks for 4 hours of information, it's pretty damn good. I'm hoping to do subscription stuff in the future, but that's probably after everything is going to be recorded. So go to cnote.media, take a look at the menu, pick uh which thing works out for you. If at minimum at least sign up for the um the Myers-Briggs easy mode course. So that if you're at all interested in Myers-Briggs, it can give you a breakdown of what that is. So that you can better understand it and be able to understand your ICA, understand yourself, and learn how to market to the right people, honestly. So that's it. Uh, Make sure you give some love, subscribe, hit all the buttons, and do all the things. And uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Give yourself all of the time, energy, and commitment time that you need to do whatever it is that you do.